Hello, hello. How long gone is here? <laughs> Checking in from King's Cross and all that. I've got a bottle of Baraka and a flat white that's gone cold. Thank, thank God. Uh, it's our final dispatch from London. I think we've been burning it at both ends too much. Uh, Jason and I are both feeling a little bit depleted, but we have one more mountain to conquer, one more flag to plant mm-hmm. over in suburban Hackney. Yeah, we have to plant our flag in Hackney. Which what, we did. What's the Hackney version of LA, do you know? Oh, I think it's like a Highland Park type mm-hmm. of beat. I uh, believe. I believe. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to speak, but it seems like kind of people our age have made a little bit of money somehow in this cursed low salary country. Um they have can been afford able, organic beetroots. They can afford not only that, but a home. They lease it from the queen, it's kind of theirs. And they have to pay it weekly, don't they? Not monthly. Oh, I didn't know that really. I think so. I think the way they do it over round parts round here, like the rent or the mortgage or either. I think maybe more the rent than the mortgage. I don't know all of it, but I think I think you might have to. Maybe it's like you pay monthly, but the rate is listed as it's like it's like three hundred quid a week. I don't. I don't versus twelve hundred a month. I think you know I like I mean? that more. Do you? I mean, it's like when brands you know change the prices around on you psychological warfare you know 9.99 it's actually ten dollars when you think wait, about wait, it what stuff like that you know okay. i don't i mean i don't want to fuck your your mental up not today bro not on a sunday you can't fuck my mental up on well, a there's sunday a lot of brand not sweet green but a lot of brands will do stuff like that <laughs> okay so you're saying if i go into the tesco mm. and it says 3.99 it's actually four dollars at the end of the day yeah, three pound ninety nine p. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is actually four four pounds. Okay, fucked up, man. And they think we don't. We're not. They don't think we've caught on to this yet, or or do they think we've caught on to it and we just continue to purchase blindly? I keep going because I am a sheeple at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, so we um we we've. People ask all week long, they're like, how do you guys, like, what do you guys talk about? How do you know what to talk about? And, you know, we, we just look at Twitter and someone's dad makes an agenda for what they talk about when There's they no, go to yeah. the pub. And that's basically what we do every, every week. I was, I saw this thanks to the new Twitter. Everybody's so mad about the new Twitter algorithm and how it shows you people that you don't know, mm-hmm. you know? I actually like it. I think it's led me to discover some hilarious content. Maybe TikTok is for you. You should check it I out. I just don't they understand. Do like, I don't want to see everything, but if it's based on my likes and my current followers, mm-hmm. then it's doing a pretty good job. Why the bloody heck not? But the only problem is like that works out really, really awesomely until as long as they get your algorithm perfect, sure. which does not happen perfectly. No, but there's been this whole thing this week about the um, menswear guy on on mm-hmm. twitter and how he, he it's like he hit the algorithm and people it became like a viral thing that he was annoying people because it got so it was on everyone's feed right right and he's talking about like blazer length and like <laughs> arguing about sustainable construction and they're like why is this cunt pop up on my feed so everybody's complaining about it and then in an unbelievable uh unbelievably predictable turn of events he had like 15 pieces of press in one week like oh, how do you shit. feel about it like gq wall street journal everyone was asking him about it and he's he's an, he's anonymous he's been around forever yeah 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 um i think he follows me he's funny what's his name die workwear 
Shout out to Die Work, where I know nobody likes you. But it was just, it was just like this isn't that interesting. It's like this guy's just like, yeah, sorry. Like, to me, it's it's very similar to like I know you won't understand this reference, but maybe you will. But for our gamers out there, like when you're playing Super Mario Kart and you like get a little bonus shell and and your character goes, Zzz! or you like you run over like like Sonic the Hedgehog runs over the turbo arrows. Okay. And then you like I'm fast forwarding through this part. On you my go to you back, you go but... into like hyperspeed. Yeah. You get signal boosted and then all the other characters are like man what was that like when you like got boosted into the algorithm and like every punter across across the land was able to see your tweet about blazer length and they're like wow it's so crazy that you asked me i'm still kind of getting over it but yeah it was awesome i got 11 more followers people are like no he was getting he was getting some insane amount of followers, I think, but he's also getting an insane amount of eleven million negative feedback, as you can imagine. Sure. Why is this on my fucking timeline? Right, it's right. Like, bro, right. take it up with Elon. It ain't my problem. Yeah, it's it's like when people complain about like you're watching TV and a show comes on, uh, like when you're done watching the show you like, and then like Big Bang Theory comes on, you're like, what is this for? Like, bro, you have a hand and a button, yeah, push it, put- and it's gone. Hulu is so fucked up; it's forcing me to see things I don't feel comfortable with. Well, this goes back to my favorite tweet of the week, where a member of the the Gen Z population wrote a what seems like uh, satire, but I believe is not a tweet about how they are upset that film and TV. Mm-hmm. you don't consent to see sex scenes and it makes them very uncomfortable and then somebody's like actually you do consent because it gives a warning before <laughs> so i mean i guess you're not signing any paperwork but yeah this, it's called a rating system and before every fo- film or tv show it says this is what's going to happen and yeah. that could offend you a guy has a cigarette one person calls somebody a b word yeah and then one what you see one titty it's it's really it's 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 really something that that and that was something I I came across quite a lot, um not as much as menswear guy of course but you know consent is such a tricky topic right now and I don't know if I could talk about it I want to talk about the, our list of topics that we need to discuss today on the podcast I just want to kind of start at the top let's do it man okay so first of all NFL playoffs okay NFL then playoffs. we got now let me just go through the whole list okay. first NFL playoffs the never ending Aaron Rodgers saga something mm-hmm. I know you feel close to. Using an agenda on a date. Feedback on weird. the bourbon tasting we went to. Um, <laughs> the new trolling motor and locator. That's on my fishing boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one of kind of life's great battles, Bud versus Bud Light. And then I have left some room for general discussion here at the bottom. So <laughs> I just want to, and, and please do be on time. As you see, we have a great deal to get through. <laughs> it's kind of the addendum at the end. I, I guess when you... So this is like a, a dad, like someone's dad and his group of, of five his boys. His boys hit the bar every Friday. They go to Hooters They go to for some alpha time. They, 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 go to Hoot- <laughs> <laughs> they go to Hooters for some alpha time after a long day at the office. You know, they leave the ball and chain at home. The screaming babies, you know, they, they leave mm-hmm. it all at home. And they go for some fellas time in a public place where they can get a little drunk and talk about um, which beer is better, a, a full fat or a light. I mean... I, it's something you know you know when things are so straight that they become gay yeah like that's kind of what this list is like i don't know if i could ever imagine any dad i mean i i, I haven't had a dad so i don't know but like <laughs> i can't imagine any of the father figures that i grew up with yeah creating an agenda you know like because it's like typed out on a computer and printed out like every dad i'm picturing like the archetypal dad in my mind 
it, like doesn't even know how to like create a word document and print it on his like yeah type, you know like typing with one finger like yeah. b-u-d space l-i-g-h-t my dad would do it on an adding machine somehow <laughs> just to kind of keep it old school Printing. comes out like a scroll <laughs> no i mean i agree with you but i also find it a little bit charming that they're they only get so much time with the homies because of all their work and family responsibilities mm -hmm. that they want to use the time wisely to make this count and kind of get through everything so i find it charming and i also like and i feel like you would like this too mm -hmm. that it's printed out on paper and not on their apple iphone or more likely android device yeah they're keeping it we're killing trees still baby yeah that's that's what makes it real dad shit yeah because they're like i don't look i'm gay but i don't have an ipad you know it's kind of like that <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately i want to agree with you but i think every dad is issued an ipad i think dads are the number one owners of ipads yeah 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 for sure because like computers are ex super expensive and they have all those stuff on there that you don't need like what am i going to do photoshop yeah or I'm they're not definitely not making beats no they're not they're not even <laughs> they're not even using they're not even using photo booth once on their on their apple they're laptop like, uh uh chris get down here i had a question about rendering speeds um <laughs> do you think the m2 chip i don't need it but i want it you know what i mean <laughs> my dad asking me about the m2 chip would be really something else <laughs> I would assume it was a cookie. Yeah, M2 chip, and you're like, didn't they get canceled for for having a gender pronoun M green one? or <laughs> Because, yeah. That green would look like a whore. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't usually like to say stuff like that, but you don't wear heels with a green dress that, that M &M short. That is not welcome in my house. Not welcome. We only, we're eating off brand now. We're eating our Kroger brand M&M's. So, I mean, you know, the, the never-ending saga of Aaron Rodgers, my doppelganger, um, but I'm, the, I'm the good version of of that guy, and he's the evil version. Same amount of money, same body, same I, BMI. I love, I love him. I still love the fact that he asked that new player on the team if who did 9/11 when he first met him. If that's true, Aaron Rodgers is the coolest guy of all time. Great to meet you, man. Where'd you? Oh, you do uh, USC? Yeah, you guys. Are, um, so. What are your thoughts on 9-11? Bush did it. I but, mean, I I mean obviously Bush did it. We've all seen the Epstein painting, right? <laughs> it's just so funny. The only reason why I'm able to throw such a long pass uh, yeah. is because the earth is flat and there's no curvature going on. It's just, it, I imagine this happening in like a locker room where they're both like half dressed mm -hmm. with like shoulder pads on. And it's just <laughs> like, it's just too good. That, that line of questioning in any sort of athletic environment makes it, puts it over the top. Also, there's a situation where we're old enough now where like somebody like a rookie in the in the NFL could have not even been alive when 9-11 happened. That's a good point. Isn't that and, funky? And they might not have had time to kind of do the research on YouTube the way that you have. So they don't, I mean, they're, they're unfortunately focused on TikTok and other things, wasting their time when they could be on YouTube learning about the Earth's flatness and that Bush did 9-11. We're living in a cashless society, and if you're born into that, you don't know what loose change is in a multitude of ways. That's, no, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah, take a moment to think about We've, that. So guys. it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday morning. Um, I haven't seen the sun in seven days, approximately. Oh, it's dreary. Ice. It's bloody dreary, and um, I'm feeling absolutely beat up um, because obviously mm. the workouts haven't stopped. Obviously, the I feel like shit because the workouts haven't started. That's right. although I did bring five pairs of Nike fitness <laughs> shorts that are 
that haven't left my uh, my trolley. I haven't, I haven't seen Jason. I haven't seen Jason uh, wear any sort of athletic gear. I can vouch for that. He doesn't even wear the shorts to podcast. He does put on one of his nice trousers. Yeah, London makes London you, changed me. It, do, it did change. I've you. worn an overcoat. I've worn a thick Prada overcoat every day this this entire trip, and people walk around and look at me as if I'm a respectful adult. It J- feels odd. Jason thinks it's cold here but it's it's pretty nice actually i would say it's pretty temperate for january um temperate for january well i mean it's probably colder in new york or it's similar some days some days have been warmer than others yeah some days are warmer than others if you ask me the weather can change on a day-to-day basis chill bro and shout out to our homies down in new zealand do you see that shit what happened there's flooding oh no but there's photos and videos of the of the airport where like like the like the Virgin Atlantic terminal check in has like three feet of water inside the airport. Jesus, really? It's like all the flights canceled. Oh wow, I didn't know. I I, I don't think I saw anything about that actually. Mm. My algorithm showing me Bud Bud versus Bud Light, <laughs> not national like like multinational disasters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I guess we haven't. Oh, I guess we haven't podcast since the show on Thursday. Oh yes, much to cover. Much to cover. Thank you to our friends at mash, matchesfashion.co.uk. <laughs> You guys are a dream come true. If you want to buy clothes that are nice and expensive, that's the website to go to if you ask me. So first and foremost, we get to Matches Fashion's beautiful townhouse, Five Carlos Place over there in Mayfair. And Mm. they're like, let's take you to the green room, you know? And I'm thinking like, okay, we're probably going to go to like a back area, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, usually when we do a live show, the green room (laughs) is just like, here's, here's where we keep the mop the mop here's and the bucket we, here's where we keep old hummus <laughs> and bottled water from a convenience store uh here's the warm canned beer that you didn't want and we we so they take us to one of their personal shopping suites yeah yeah yeah. that's it's where you would imagine megan markle would be outfitted for uh-huh. for an overcoat or something yeah so we're in that we're in there and they bring a couple bottles of champagne some crisps um there's places to hang our coats and it, it was and it was expensive champagne as well oh was it yeah that's nice it was just a very comfortable environment because I think we were, you know, we didn't know fully what to expect. Um, but then our guest, uh, Alexa Chung, showed up. Mm-hmm. And within five minutes, I could tell that we were in for a treat. You know? Yeah. she. I mean, obviously, she's a gift to the world. <laughs> and it was one of those things where, like, when, whenever, because it was like a secret, too. We didn't announce it. So there was no, I don't know. It was. It was like holding uh holding an engagement ring in your pocket and you don't know you know everyone nobody around knows it but you know it and and when you announce ladies and gentlemen here's our guest for today alexa chung like that's a a fun special moment but also just when you're like okay we're gonna hang out with alexa chung for an hour and then do a live podcast and talk about you know big and tall clothing or whatever it is like there's you don't really know how to approach it other than to just do it well, I was just, I knew she would be, I mean, I just assumed because, you know, friends, like we know, we have a lot of friends in common, you know, I assumed it would be easy, but I think having the hour beforehand mm-hmm. at the mixer. Yeah. Yeah. You're very, I mean, you're a celebrity whisperer, which is your strongest <laughs> suit for sure. Well, Where, that's, that's it. That's all I have going for me. I didn't say that's your only okay, it's just strong one of, suit. I said that's one of your strongest, okay. whereas I'm uh, like security guard whisperer yes, yes or a sure. bathroom attendant whisperer okay. i can really earn their charms um yeah but i was uh I, I was she really uh she really made it easy for us and she looked great of course in gucci 
Donen. And and she even did us the the service of taking a selfie in our new exclude London exclusive how long gone tube hat, mm-hmm. um, which was was a nice gesture. Yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, do you want a hat? And she's like, yeah, let's take a photo. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then she's like, let's post it on my Instagram. And I was like, yeah, I'll. That's a really great of you to post it uh, on your stories. I'll screenshot it and oh, it's on the grid. <laughs> I was, when I was in the when I was in the hired car leaving the the live show, uh, driving to the after party, and and word just got round that she posted a photo of me on her Instagram grid. I was really like, this feels this is it felt better than getting signed to CAA. Like it was, it's just, it's it was very, a cemented moment. It's in very my life. funny what happens and what like people respond to the most when you do something as free. Like we, because we just do a lot of these shows and we do a lot of stuff all the time. And I'm always like, something that I'm like, that seemed like a pretty. I feel I'm really proud of this. This was mm-hmm. really cool. It made me want to like text my high school bully a photo <laughs> of it and be like, "How's your three fat kids, dumbass? Look at me, baby." But she's a really funny. She's a really funny instance of someone who's like our peer. Like we're lit- her and I are, I think, literally the same age. And the fact that she has the like the same level of of notoriety in America and the U.S. Mm. Excuse me, in, in the U.S. and the U.K. is is like kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Because I think like bands kind of come and go. Like it's just not the same. I feel like she's had some, even though she just had some. Yeah, like power. the Arctic Monkeys will come to America and you won't even recognize them. But in in London, yeah, like like a street will shut down. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they can't go to the pub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so it was it was very fun. And then we we did take a higher car to Sweeties for the after party where um, Jason and Louise uh, shut it down. I would say shut down because i was told Luis was like look this place is usually it's like kind of mellow like ultra lounge vibes like people don't really dance it's not really a dance floor situation you lounge around grab a drink a song you love comes on you have like a little uh, you go up have smoke a fag on the roof come back down whatever mm-hmm. but we we tried to get the dance mm-hmm. up big up the dance up the lads but it went for a, it, it was it really spanned a lot of of genres and time periods you mm-hmm. know um well you got to find out what these brits want what i hate you gotta feel around the dark and louise hate is that unfortunately an lcd sound system song God. works very well and i even liked it in that setting yeah. but i truly hate them with every ounce of my being and i don't even know why i hate them but the song works so well, and I'm just kind of like, damn, this song is is working right now. People are loving it, and I'm loving it. But why, Chris? You would never listen to this it's on It's almost your own. as if we are the LCD sound system of podcasting because we hear that a lot, too. Because, like, while... <clears throat> I mean, well, first of all, at the party, the Matches Fashion live podcast, they're like, what do you guys want to serve at our bar? Like, yeah. we have, like, tray past Wagyu sliders and all these yeah. nice you know upscale hors d'oeuvres and stuff and i was like martinis and champagne only that's it so everyone was like pissed before the party even opened doors so we were djing and louise played that song which one was it um is it someone great i don't even know i don't know the name of it but i know like every but it, it was funny because she put it on it was like towards the end of the night where it's it becomes like the indie dance nighttime 
not necessarily because of that music but because of the bpm of it oh i see you've you've you just kind of start slow and you work your way up and then you know like block party and lcd sounds you know all those bands that are like dancey rock and roll mm. strokes and things like that it's like 150 160 bpm which is the same range as drum and bass oh oddly enough interesting okay not many people can go in and out of those waters mm-hmm. and it's it is treacherous but she put she put that song on i think it was someone great maybe <clears throat> and she's and she's like sorry i just had to do it <laughs> and i look at her and it was funny because we we're going back to back and her cdj had it on and it was playing obviously and i i pointed at my <laughs> cdj and i was like i hate lcd sound system i hate this song and i also have it on my usb yeah and she goes, I I don't like them either, but we're we're just playing it and it's working and it sounds nice. It's like I think it's a good song to chuck on if you have to go to the loo. Sure. Because it's a little long and yeah. it, it's a slow build the entire time. There's not like a, a refrain or yeah, a break. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, we are but people say that about how long gone all the time. It's like, you guys fucking suck. Mm-hmm. You're like a bearded white guy who's pretentious Mm -hmm. i don't like anything about it but you keep selling out madison square garden and i god damn it we did 10 nights in a row i could see you also opening an obnoxious wine bar in a uh bad neighborhood one billion percent yeah take out a bank loan to buy like speakers from the 70s i would also like to i don't the, the thing is that costs as much as a house i don't think you had to take out a loan that's the beauty of it that's why I, that's the only reason i respect him hey man you never get rich by spending your own money mate that's that's you, true you spend I mean, other people although money. i would say the bar i can't remember what it's called like the, the bar they opened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one next door to four the horsemen. one next door to four horsemen was supposed to be like a thing and i don't feel like it really worked well i mean it's the size of this hotel room it was but cool. It, like I went there a couple times during the day, and I was cool. like, "Oh, this is it looks." I cool. mean, at the time, what a concept! Where you're like, "What if we had a nightclub that also had like rubber tree plants in it?" Yeah, mind equals blown. But but also like that's why we hate them so much, and they probably hate us so much. Is like you, you 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 attack the thing that is you. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, of course. That's always that's always the case. But the song that's looked, the name of your next book, Chris. The song worked, and I mm-hmm. tell you what, song worked even more was 1901 by Friends of the Show Phoenix. Yeah, of course. That's another one. It's just like... I didn't know that went off in the club the way that it did. Mm-hmm. Like, people lose their fucking shit to that song. People lose their shit. Well, it has a call and response sing-along. True. And it has, it has like, a bit of a herky-jerky rhythm beat to mm-hmm. it, where it's like a four on the floor. Yeah. You know, any simpleton can get into it. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. That's what uh, uh, I mean. Yeah, that and then that goes into the strokes. Hard to explain. And then that goes into. You know, it. I'm I'm doing a DJ set right now. Just off. I feel like Rozell. This is crazy. They should be paying for this. This is what Patreon exists for. Um, I I was. I want to talk about your consumption that night because I feel like mm. when we get, when we were on the way to Sweeties, you seemed pretty twisted. Mm-hmm. And then you did you. I want also want to talk quickly because we we came up to our rooms to kind of drop off our stuff. We did get a few commemorative matches, fashion, how long on T shirts that will not be hitting the streets. I have two of them, highest bidder mm-hmm. and one XL, one medium. And um, mm-hmm. 
you came down and you'd done a little wardrobe change. That's right. <laughs> it's not. A, it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a. It's not like a crazy. It was a noticeable change. I would. I. I was wearing. I. I was wearing a suit, and then the shirt underneath my suit was changed to a different shirt, and the jacket was gone. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh fuck! It was. So it was. It no, looked- it wasn't. I took it off. Uh, no, no. I. I brought. I was wearing the jacket, but then. I got so hot DJing of course. because I use my body as well as my mind in the booth. Of course, of course. So I, I did have to take off my jacket. Uh, yeah, I was just I was like, Jason did a wardrobe change. He's really feeling himself after all of this. After Is there a situation where maybe the wardrobe change was somebody else's idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I suggested it, but I didn't think you would actually do it. It wasn't you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It wasn't you. <laughs> It was my fiance. Okay, so you did a wardrobe change, but she, it was I'm in no way did she force me to do it. But she was like, "Oh, you should, you know, mix it up a little bit." And also, it 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 did. She was like, "Well, I, for a, to I don't want to leave everyone hanging." I was wearing a black, you know, normal black suit, and underneath it, I had a like a brown cashmere sweater, understated, simple, archival Barney's, um, <laughs> archival used Barney's. <laughs> whatever word you want to use uh and then underneath what and then i switch it up with it was a a gray and purple striped cashmere rugby shirt from the good people over at brunello this was bought on a deep discount i assume this was bought on the real real point com uh uh, this is (laughs) but so i i put it on and and everyone from you to my girlfriend great. everyone in my life was like oh that's such a cutie sweater like wow great, great fine looks great on you wonderful blah 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 um and then i put it on and then i and and she was like no no jacket just wear it mm. and i'm like i'm gonna try it with the jacket i put it on and she's like son of a bitch it works with the jacket the collar was hitting just right and i said let's go let's do it and then you know i took it off within an hour a rugby is an interesting shirt I mean, I, f- I really like them and I find them hard to wear in many ways. Yeah. And I've tried because J. Crew makes really good ones right now. And then Barbarian mm-hmm. is like the OG. Like, that's like the one you that want. That movie was so scary. But the, the, the high end, usually with stuff like that, I want to stick to the kind of traditional makeup. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want a high end version of that. Not everyone can afford Brunello. Uh, you're right. You can't. And that's why you got it on the real real. But. I, I did, I did, I do think it works quite well on you because you also have that other rugby, another fashion rugby from Wales Bonner, local designer Wales Bonner, and that also looks great on you. Well, I had to retire that one. Well, actually, because it was Carolyn had it, and yeah. it was she wore it as an oversized style, uh-huh. which it's so cute when the birds do that. Oh, over knee, over the knee boots, your ass peeks out a little bit. The problem you, with it, it was so oversized that it was big on me. Yeah, but it's still look, a large seen, I remember you wearing it a couple of times, but this is cool. But the problem with that one was it was basically as if you were to embroider a Wales Bonner logo on the Blues Clues shirt. That's true. So every time I wore uh, I'd be like, damn, I'm stunting in my Wales, Grace Wales Bonner, <laughs> rugby jump. You know, it costs hundreds of dollars. I'm swagging on you fucking peasants. Suck my dick. And everyone's like, what up, Blues Clues? Dumbass, yeah, big no, ass, yeah. Blues Clues. I'm like, it's Wales Bonner. And they're like, you look like a whale with your dumbass Blues Clues ass. I'm like, okay. Where could I got no respect? I tell you, no, you can't. That's that's a good point, and and because you also you tend to uh, dip your toe in the Doug Funny pool as well when you have yeah. when you have the sweater vest on. So you got to be careful. 
It sounds like it sounds like I've I've got I've got a I'm a body of a Nickelodeon character. That's, uh, that's live the, action or animated. That's the, you can, I can go live action or animated. It doesn't matter. Just whatever, whichever one you want is fine. Mm -hmm. That's no, really nothing funny. for adults whatsoever. That's really funny. But yeah, I thought I thought the I stayed up till um, much later than I would like. Uh, oh yeah, me too. And I've felt basically bad all week because in Friday. Um, I was sitting in this hotel room on calls all afternoon um, because of the time difference. It kind of mm. ruined our trip to River Cafe for lunch. Mm -hmm, which um, is fine. Oh, so did my uh, alcoholism. Yeah, so exactly. I don't feel too bad. But then, but then Friday night we did. We went over to Suburban Hackney um, and had dinner with fifteen Australians, <sighs> which was which was tough because that it was the day after, and I I don't know if we talked about it before on the show, but like. Every morning, I go downstairs to the lobby and have breakfast. Complimentary, of course, in the King of Kings suite. I didn't. I I just get. I get a coffee, a juice, and like a fruit, like a bowl of fruit. You know, mm. keep it light. Just for the record, I haven't had that one. I haven't gone down not. for the breakfast once. Of course not. I just want to keep myself the peasants on track. Yeah, you are keeping yourself. But I mean, I need the coffee, and they have they have filter coffee, which is a rare find. And when, yeah, I get the coffee that, across the street. So, uh, and and the, I know all the servers now. So and they're all. It's like usually the the hostess or the host that greets you at the entrance is just like a bitch. Like the hot mean chick is. They're they're always alive and well. They're always a hot mean chick. Perfect. It, it happened that's, that's, to me this that's morning. That's how it should be. God damn it! It happened to me this morning when I was like, "Oh hey, uh, just one, please." And she's like, "Oh well, we survey the restaurant and it's about half empty." And she's like, "This this one this seat right here, the one right next to the hostess stand, right next to the entrance, where you could like it's like kind of cold, and mm -hmm. you're gonna have to overhear my conversation every three seconds. You could get kicked. You could get kicked. You could get hit with a remova." whatever it is this is the only seat available right now and and then i look around and i pause and i'm i see you know the 11 empty tables i'm like well if this is the only empty seat in the house then i suppose i'm left with no choice and she's like yes right here and then <laughs> three minutes later two fucking german cunts walk in and she seats them to the table next to me which is also open and not next to her host aunt. Or the other one, you know. Yeah. It's, and I'm and I'm just looking at her, and she's looking at me, and they, they never break. Like the hot bitches, they never. It's break. one of the. It's one of the. This happened to me yesterday at Dover Street Market. They're like, try it, motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, D can I? I. It was. It's amazing. I'll see you in the bathroom next time. If you I also. Play this game. I also appreciate it. Like I. I'm kind of like this is how the world should work. Yeah. And I'm nobody, and I want you to treat me like that. But the servers are all, just bizarre people from. They're like. They're all like non-binary people from Belgium with yeah. ponytails, and yeah. they're all so nice to me and so cool. I became friends with all of them, and they're just like these bizarre alien creatures that came out of nowhere, and they all are servers at, at the center, and they're all so sweet, and they're the best. And one of them, the, the day after the Sweeties night and the, the big crazy night, I'm down there just like doing everything I can to not vomit on mm -hmm. the table in front of mm -hmm. me. And he he goes like, oh you uh you don't look very you look a little mm. and I was like yeah I had a late night you know I actually DJed upstairs and he's like yeah you could you could tell because your eyes look bad they don't look very good and I was, it'd be like he was trying to say it in a way but like the the language barrier yes, he, he, it, it came hit. off a little more harsh than he intended to we, he literally said like 
your eyes look bad. I can tell that you look bad. And then this morning, I, I come down and he kind of knew it. And he was like, oh, you look very good tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean, you look very good this morning. You didn't DJ last night, did you? And I was like, no, I did not. Uh, last night, instead of having 45 drinks, I had 35 drinks. Yeah, exactly. Well, that does make a difference, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I'm glad that you're making friends. Because that's what I, I think. That, of course, of uh, course. I haven't been to that restaurant once, actually, which is it's kind of weird. Had a pint there, uh, but yeah. So we that's went nice. to we went to Hackney on Friday night before our, our friend Stevie was was uh, invited us to a gathering off to Elliot's of all of his homies at, at a restaurant called Elliot's in Hackney, and I didn't realize it was going to be like literally fifteen people, <sighs> no. at, and we were the I, were we the only non Australians. Mm, there was probably a couple. No, there's a there's few. a couple. There's a few. My new friend from Dallas, of course. There was the- a Dallasite. There was, I think, and I think her husband was Danish or Swedish or yeah, Finnish or something. But it was a, it was really Magnus. I was saying this. He had amazing skin. To you, he yeah, he was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was telling, I was saying this to you, you guys last night. But it was just nice for some reason to be at one of those things where everybody's kind of our peer, mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of the same age and at the same level of like career and yeah. like you have a lot in common and, it, and it, but we were all new like i didn't know i knew mm-hmm. i knew stevie and matthew but i didn't know really anybody else yeah me too and i found it quite it was nice it was really nice the power of the podcast yeah it was it was an odd situation for me because like you were saying like what i'm in that point in your life where like you've you've you have all the friends you need obviously you and i have you know a thousand acquaintances all over the world but the amount of people who are like considered a close true friend it's pretty low you know and i thought that i wouldn't really ever meet other people like that where you could consider meeting somebody who you'd ex- be excited to have yeah. a new friend for life and there here was a table full of 15 of them where each one of them was very charming yeah educated very fashionable very funny like everything about it was just like wow this is amazing like i met a group of people who like me a lot yes. and are like have revealed like once you get drunk they're like yeah i listen to your show all the time and I, and i'm like wow where like you guys are all like cooler than me and i feel honored and special to know that all of these intelligent successful fashionable interesting diverse people are are into me i i agree and blew i blew me away and i think that the the um, it's usually just like 21 year old <laughs> racist guys <laughs> yeah but the i mean they but they were also all like almost lifelong friends, kind of, mm-hmm. which is also interesting. Which I just, I just, that says a lot to me about someone's character. Like in this case, if, mm-hmm. if Stevie is the host and he invites us, and then it's all people he's known for 15 or 20 years, mm-hmm. that to me is like, oh, that's a testament to you being like a great friend. Because mm-hmm. that's re- a lot of people don't have that. It's like when you, when you have a job interview and your resume doesn't have gaps in it. Yeah. You're known as somebody who will be reliable. loyal and stick around and be yeah, like, reliable. Yeah. And, and, it, f- and also when you're there and you're in that friend group that you can clearly tell that everyone has known each other for 20 years. They've gone on vacations and they've had ups and downs and yeah. broken up and happiness and weddings and all this crazy stuff. And then they have such a tight knit group to be invited into that fold yes, yes. means that you have really done something or like you've been chosen. You've been plucked. The also the, I've been verified. If, if what I knew when I realized what was happening, when I realized that none of the couples were sitting together, mm. I was like, this is going to be good. 
Oh yeah, like none of the couples like married or dating or otherwise. Even you and I. <laughs> yeah, Jason and I weren't. weren't Chris the- and I were sitting at opposite ends of the table. We didn't say a single word to each other all night. No, it was th- so. I was like, this is interesting that all these. They're like, oh, that's my husband over there. Oh, that's my boyfriend over there. I'm like, oh, you guys are like good then. Like you don't. Yeah. Need, that's a that's a very. I've never thought about that or or seen that before. But that's an interesting social thing to like. Witness. Show me how the world can be. And I um, but I'm a little upset still because there was um. A little bit of a truffle gate <laughs> at, at the dinner. Um, oh no, this is your version of the bronze story. Yeah, I just well, I was just there was a there was a dish that came down, um, looked delicious. It was kind of like a pizza thing, you know, and and then it was a it was a pizza, a small pizza that was had a, a great a great crust on it. It had a nice little kind of sour chew to it. Yeah, some thinly shaved potato, mm-hmm. and then I think. A telegio, telegio cheese. Yeah, where she was like, it's a telegio pizza. I'm like, look, I know I'm a dumb American, <laughs> but I know that telegio means cheese. Don't think you're slick. It was, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a cheese pizza. Yeah, exactly. The most common pizzas, but it was it was not your granddad's cheese. No, it was, the, it was a high pizza. quality cheese, but then we eat the pizza down on our end, and then she's like, oh. Uh, yeah, a slice of cheese pizza goes in front of your plate. You're scarfing it. I'm scarfing. I'm not waiting. Mm-hmm. But then then I'm told that the, the other end of the table, Jason's end, mm-hmm. um, they had received uh, a truffle to kind of top it with, and that's how it's supposed to be served. A black truffle with a truffle slicer or shaver, I guess. Did you do it yourself? Well, I had I actually had Caroline, Carolyn, <laughs> my fiance. I had her, I kind of... Uh, tilted my head back like a baby bird and then like when the greeks do the ozu yeah like when like when the when you're using a spanish porron yeah, perhaps, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and i told her to you know i got a big ass mouth start dumping black truffles so you were right raw dogging the truffles at the table mm-hmm. i'm guessing you thought you weren't gonna have to pay for this dinner at all that's right <laughs> <laughs> well well and also the the funny part was while while we were while we were like sort of recreationally shaving truffles yeah. just to see what it feels like yeah we're sitting across from the owner of the restaurant <laughs> yeah, yes. who bought the truffle <laughs> in order to make money to support his family with <laughs> and, I, and i was looking at him and i was like are you looking at me where every single time carolyn goes Whoosh! You just hear a cash register no, sound. Look, like, I, think, I think he. I think or like, like, okay, that that quarter truffle you have left, that's got to last me all weekend, and you you're just kind of burning money. No, on me. I think that I think that luckily for you and for him, the sixteen bottles of natural wine <laughs> lining the table had probably clouded his judgment making, mm-hmm. and he was probably fine with it. But I was just a little upset because the the. The, as well as the thirty glasses of mezcal that came every half an hour. Yeah, there was the a hour. mezcal shot, and they also they, a mezcal shot every half hour, and they brought me a mocktail actually without preparation, which so I sweet. I did have a sip of in in solidarity, but it was a very nice gesture. There, there was um you you would know this, but on the most recent season of uh, Great British Bake Off, yeah, there's a character. I think he's Polish or Latvian or Romanian or something like that, but he's this like very animated gay guy who like will wear like high yeah, heels yeah. and he has he's like the coolest guy of all time i really love him he's really smart really funny full beat makeup the whole time but the there's a server that was working there who had the same voice as him which is a very distinct voice yeah. like hello did you tell him that i did not tell him that but so so i duck out 
to smoke a cig and I'm opening the door to leave and I hear that voice yeah, from behind yeah, me yeah, saying, yeah. no, no, you can't leave. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Like, oh, like do I have to smoke around the back or something like that? Cause it's on like the front yeah. thingy like that. And I was like, oh, what's going on? He's like, you can't leave. We're all doing a new mezcal shot. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And he like literally has a tray of like 20 mezcals and he like grabs my shirt and was like, come with me. Yeah. Well, now we're going to sit back down and have more mezcal shots. And I was like, how do you say no to that? How do you say no to that? No, it was, it was so fun. It was great. And then we, I mean, we, we've, the party has continued because yesterday oh. um, I uh, woke up and was able to go to the gym and I met a new friend Um for for mm. coffee downstairs who has this this thing called heat i told you about this mm -hmm. um which is a really interesting concept and it's like i i don't great movie too i wasn't in the mood to talk doesn't hold up if you ask me at 11 a.m about work but then when he was explaining to me he basically this guy figured out how to make a mystery box something i absolutely hate like a bark box high end and and it's working really well and he got investment from lvmh and hermes, the hermes family mm -hmm. so obviously my ears perked up uh <laughs> you say what now but i was working on a saturday but this guy was 26 years old and incredibly successful which is always really inspiring to me yeah so it really unless they're a dj yeah of course that's that that is what's the opposite of inspiring <laughs> so i have this i have a chat i have a chat with him and then i um head out to head round the shops mm. and it was so busy at all the places i went that i i started to feel ill <laughs> in selfridges okay so selfridges made you feel ill well no it's it's like i i was obviously i was kind of hungry and the the smells in there are so strong because of all the high-end fragrance um, yeah, yeah, worn, yeah. Worn by not only the customers but also the the peddling of it in the lower floors. Yeah, in, in America they stopped sort of insisting that they spray yeah. Givenchy mm -hmm. on you at nine in the morning. But they mm -hmm. over here I had to say no to eleven people. But with I was very bright lights. Yeah, it was just it was a little disorienting. Even though it's my favorite store, and I was able to go to the food hall and get a um, glass bottle of Avion, one of my favorite things to do over here. Um, and I enjoyed. What color Jacques Moon Mini did you get? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't buy anything. But then I went to Liberty, and then I went to um, the Dover Street Market, London, the best location, some would say. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely. Is it actually on Dover Street? No, no, no. Okay. It was absolutely rammed with freaks. Like it was just like because it's a sale. The sales on. So I was I was surrounded by freaks, but the I went. Up, on. But I went upstairs to get a uh, a coffee at Rose Bakery. Um, I was able to resist a treat, but I was greeted by <laughs> by a extremely hot waitress and a bitchy young gay barista mm -hmm. who just were not. I was like, "Do I order? Uh, do I order here? <laughs> you order from me." <laughs> and also, this guy is dressed like. In the way that young people that are cool dress, where it's like just awful shitty clothes mm -hmm. from the vintage store, but because he's young and hot and gay and at DSM, it's very cool. Yes, and the girl is just like hot and cool, and they're just like conspiring against me. It felt like I, I like it when people are like that. Where like I'm dressing so badly for sport, just yeah. to, just to I'm so advanced just to amuse myself. Yeah, it was like I, it was it's unbelievable. Like she looked like ripped from the delia's catalog you know and it worked i hate okay. to say it it worked 
Damn, Shorty looked like Mandy Moore. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, not. I mean, not that, not that beautiful, but yeah, <laughs> you know. So I'm, I'm, I go, I go to Dover Street. I'm checking it out, and then I just start to feel uh, uh, the sickness creeps over me. I start to feel weird again, and I'm starting to think that the Chris Black retail report, one of the most important things. I think I have to like carb load before it. <laughs> you have to have a you have to have a full Evan Funky pasta. I think I have to have a big plate of pasta, some bread, and a, and a couple of waters to kind of do this because it it takes so much out of me. Mm-hmm. Being surrounded by the people, being rammed on the tube by all the locals. Yeah, I'm I'm walking. I'm it, it's it's just it it really fucked up my equilibrium. I didn't even make a. Pr- I bought you. I bought Jason. Um, a lovely uh, book. A lovely book about DJ and rave culture. DJ um, dance and rave culture. Examining pop culture. That's the only thing I was able to purchase yesterday because uh, I couldn't go into end because there was a line. Mm. And I realized yesterday in a in a kind of a dark moment for me that end, one of my favorite online retailers, after matches, of course, mm. is kind of the British kith. Kith. They don't make their own ugly clothes, so uh-huh. it's much better than that. But like... It's just a good shoe store in the right neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? So there was a line, and then there was a line at Stussy. There's a line at every fucking store. No soft ice cream, though. Uh, no, but don't worry. They have a Kith Treats inside Selfridges, so I was able to get the Funfetti <sighs> kind of. Yeah, when I, we went to we went to Harrods. I was able to shoplift a little bit of food, um, kind of Whole food style. It's very easy to shoplift the food hall there. That's good to know. Um, but, but there was... Like I, the same thing happened to me where you walk in and it's just, it's so disorienting. There's so many people. It's as if you're at Heathrow, except there's no planes, like just as many people with like luggage for some reason. Yeah. Not a single person. It, it's like when you walk past the, the, the Gucci store at the airport and you're like, who the fuck is going to buy yeah. like clothes at the airport like you're going on an airplane you you're gonna get a sandwich maybe this is this is poor guy mentality but we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah i'm sure you buy a lot of luxury clothing and jewelry at the airport i don't because i have they have they always have the best buys i haven't reached that that platitude yet yeah and the, uh, when i was when i was walking around the shops at, at harrods they had the big louis vuitton inflatable what's her name again i don't know Kur- kurosawa yeah yeah I don't is know. that her I actually don't mind the collaboration. I think it's like pretty good, but I, you know, for some for some reason it irks me because it to me it feels like the end of 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 fashion and sh- and shopping and clothing. Like it felt like the ice cream museum. Yeah, like we don't like since nobody like when we were at dinner at Elliot's, for example. And it's all these fashionable people, and we're like, oh, like, yeah, they're wearing this, and blah, 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 and this Vivian Westwood thingy, this, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, where are you, are you what shops are you going to? And, and I was like, what shops do you go to? And they're like, online. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't remember, like, I haven't bought a piece of clothing in a store in years. I have. Um, but- well, you're built different, but like, all that is to say, like, you you have a brand like Louis Vuitton, which is like considered you know top of the food chain in in the luxury clothing market, and they're basically like, what can we do to have rich parents, little kids go like, ooh, polka dot, cool, 
Like, well, and, and, and and does that translate into buying yes. the world's ugliest varsity jacket? No, for I think $4, the bags, I think the bags are actually kind of nice. Like, I don't mind the bag. I think it's. I'm like, sure that I'm sure it's fine. But like when when it, to me, I'm thinking Louis Gucci, Hermes, YSL, all these you know top tier brands. You think of going in there, and it's like. A relaxing experience. Would you like a glass of champagne? I'll get a room started for you. Oh, this cashmere scarf oh, is wonderful on you. It hasn't been like that for 10 years. I know, but, I yeah. know. And now it's just like children being like, I want to see the polka dots. No, now it's like, wait in I'm line. Like, Why? What? Where's where's the smart people stuff? Well, no, but it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that visually bad. I think it's like a gimmick, of course. Like having her hang over the side, having a blow up version of her hang over the side of a building is obviously a gimmick. But I also think that the experience that you're referencing is non-existent. Like now, to go to any designer store, you have to wait in in a line, mm-hmm. yeah, no, even no, though the true. store is not busy. And you go in and buy something they want to get you out of there as fast as possible so someone mm-hmm. else can come buy something. There's no, like, come to the back, we'll bring you this. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it still happens if you're a certain level of client, I would imagine. But mm-hmm. me It happens you, at matches fashion, of course. Me and you walk in somewhere, they're like, they either send a guy to follow us around because they were to steal, or they look at us and look back down at their cell phone. There's no, there's no, oh, mm-hmm. oh Mr. Black, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's everything is experience based now that's and, true and going to stores is not to buy clothes it's to have something to do and something to take i mean photos the, of. the hermes the last store the hermes store in paris that used to be in an old pool like a like where a like a it's insane it's like the best store I've ever. It's incredible. It's huge. Mm. It's incredible. Like they have everything. It's really nice, but it's definitely like they're doing millions of dollars a day. Oh, wow. But it's but it's I'm saying it's big enough and it's Hermes enough mm-hmm. to be like you can all walk in here and take pictures and there's still a whole other group of people that are walking here and only buying stuff and it mm. serves both of those things. It's like the Vatican. Exactly. You exactly. have to buy you have to pay money to come to the gift shop. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like when Disney and when you're at like an amusement park and they make you walk through the gift shop t- when you get off the ride. Uh-huh. Or it's like duty free at the airport. You know, you got to walk through to get to it. Sure, sure. Yeah, after a long day of the of shopping, I did I I didn't have enough time to take a nap. I felt kind of funny when we left for dinner, but I was Yeah. Well, I I've I've just been grabbing naps as I can, you know. I'll nap at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., like whatever you can do i was just i'm feeling much better today because we had a meal last night that was like american influenced (laughs) yeah it was it was so it was like oh this is a oh okay this is good yeah yeah. i mean elliot's was delicious actually elliot's was pretty shrimp and grits elliot's was yeah elliot's was delicious and pretty straightforward we went to rita's last night which is a restaurant that's owned by um uh a guy i've actually a guy gabe and his his partner missy but i've known gabe for like 15 years from like new york mm-hmm. but i haven't seen him in a really long time from the network of tatted up white guys yeah yes but it was it was very cool because it's in soho it's like a restaurant i would go to a lot if it was in new york oh it yeah. feels like a new york restaurant and there was a server there that i chatted up at, uh, outside named mike a yeah. guy called michael i believe yeah 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 and he was we just we really hit it off and by the end of it he's like you should have me on your podcast and i was like let, once you get famous let me know and you'll ha- <laughs> we'll come on but he was he was saying like oh like my he said his favorite thing to do is watch Holocaust documentaries because it makes him cry and we need to cry more often and I was like what are you gonna do tonight and he said I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a cold steak from yesterday with popcorn 
and watch Drag Race. <laughs> and I was like, that's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. I love it. No, that guy was, a, I only talked to him for a little bit and I was into it. He I was went, a legend. I actually went down to the kitchen to have a chat and kind of kick the tires. Oh, wow. You know, so I was just checking out. They were, obviously, service was over. They were kind of cleaning it up. But we were discussing how the pecan pie was actually more of a pecan tart. It was. And, it was. And that's why maybe the flavors are familiar to you, but it was a different application. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's so crazy. That's exactly what I was thinking, bro. How it was you... a delicious pecan tart. So good. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. I pecan, loved it. pecan pie, what a treat. I, I don't... Um, I thought you and Michael might exchange numbers, actually. We cl- we were close. I said, follow the podcast. He also said that his Send parents- me a DM. He also was like, my parents are in America right now. And I was like, oh, where are they? He's like, Phoenix. They're at a spa in Phoenix. They're at a spa in Phoenix. And I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, I've been to America a lot because my uncle opened a car dealership in New Jersey and is rich. And he told us that when he, this is so good. He told us that when he was, a, I guess, probably like in middle school, maybe. He's, he said that they would go to visit his uncle in New Jersey every Halloween. Who does that? That's very strange. But then he was like, so yeah, when Gossip Girl was really popular, <laughs> I made my dad take me trick-or-treating on the Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> Which really made me fucking chuckle. I thought that was so funny. The king-size Mike and Ikes. Yeah, like they're, like you said, they're just handing out 20s up to get you out of their house. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, I saw a lo- lot of really beautiful hallways. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Um, <clears throat> you don't get to chat with people like that in America too often, where they're like educated, charming, smutty, and... F- Funny and smart, smunny and funny. No, I know. I mean, that's the thing about because Otega, who has been on the show, joined us for dinner, and it is. I think she keeps us on our toes. She does. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know they say never, never be the smartest person in the room. Always buy the cheapest house on the most expensive yeah. block. You know, like that's what happens when we come to to London. Mm-hmm. It's it it's aspirational mm-hmm. to be like, wow, I need better friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God we're better looking than all of them, but we do. We could use some. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even though we don't make that much more money, make that much money, we make way more money. That's than true. They that's do. true. So I'm, I'm still feeling good. There are pros. I'm I mean, I, and that's not that's not a brag. That's unfortunately, if you have a cool creative job in London, you don't you don't make shit. Multiple it's, people it's have said to me, "I want to make." Basically, I I could never live in the U.S. You guys are monsters. I only want to figure out how to make U.S. money. Yeah, like, yeah, d- yeah. Direct quotes. I'm like, sorry, we have guns and you have knives, pussy. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's not that's not my fucking problem, bro. We have guns, you have knives, we have a weekend car, and you have. I also, you know, what we didn't talk about is how cool uh, Alexa's agent was. Mm. I love a pro. Alexa's agent was like this beautiful, like blonde mother of one who was just really refined, really put together. And just like by the end of the night, I was like, I think I need to hang out with you next mm-hmm. time I'm here. And she's like, yeah, come to Notting Hill. I'm like, can I? I'm like, I don't know if I can drive the the Range Rover because it's the wrong, the wrong side. side. And she was like, oh, I'll just pick you up in mine. <laughs> Deadpan, dead uh-huh. serious. And I was like, you're my kind of Not chick. having a laugh. You're my kind of chick. Her Alexa, yeah, Alexa's uh, PR person and, and agent were both very funny and very pleasant and both surprisingly had children, which I didn't see coming from either of them. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you have it all? How doth you do it? Uh, I'm gonna say husband and finance, but I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. I don't. I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to pigeonhole or assume. Obviously, but that's my guess, just based on what I've learned in my in my short life. 
Um, the only the only downside slash upside of whenever I do travel internationally is is the tree talks, and I'm 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 right deep in the in the thralls of it right now, where the the nightmares have begun to really kick on. Yeah, Jason. So Jason came in because we we kind of ended it early last night at Rita's. We were home by like midnight or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know. Because we needed sleep because we have a sh- we have a show tonight at the Moth Club with with Izzy and and Jason walked in I'm like how'd you sleep not good <laughs> I'm like really what what's the problem dude night nightmares and I was like what are you twelve who is fucking you're an adult man like what nightmares are you having well when your you, Tesla didn't charge like what's the nightmare when you when you smoke weed every night before you go to bed the dreams and the nightmares go away are you trying to tell me what happens when you smoke weed. I'm trying to tell our listeners oh, yeah, or you to reiterate a fact that you are aware of. Trust Chris. me, the people who listen to this podcast are stoned right now to deal with this <laughs> bullshit. But sure, I appreciate the educational. So you're you're simply validating my point, and you agree with that. When that's you, true, when yeah, it's you very smoke true. marijuana before you go to bed, you wake up, you have a wonderful sleep. The dreams never happen, and the nightmares never happen, which is a good and a bad thing, yeah. I believe. Yeah, because something is being repressed. And when I do travel internationally without marijuana to smoke because it is illegal and I don't want to go to jail, that's when that's the spring cleaning. That's mm. the Marie Kondoing of my mind. Mm. And you don't want to see what's underneath the couch cushions. And it has to, but it does have to come out. So, so are you having like a nightmare like you jolt awake in a cold sweat? Yeah, for Bro, sure. Get it together. No, that's good. I mean, it's because I have a year's worth of repressed emotions that have to come out somewhere or else i'll die mm. so they they come out it's it's tough you know it's like it's like going to it's like going to rehab or something like that where you where you're you're dope sick yeah but going to emotions. rehab and being dope sick is cool because <laughs> you had to do something cool to get there jason taking a little break from his marijuana makes him scary is Re- not release i'm not scared i'm releasing uh repressed emotions and and that's something that I think is cool too. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying like it's never fun, but it has to happen, you know. Of course, it's of like course. a root canal. Like you don't want to do it, but you got to do it. You have no choice. But this usually the dreams and like for my girlfriend, her nightmares involve like traveling, where like you go to the airport and you forgot your passport, you know, like stuff like that. That's not very scary. It's not scary, but it can be like something that feels like real a, like a 12 hour ordeal yeah where you're in constant distress and annoyance but and this one was much worse for me where i was having a house party uh no no my my like roommate or something was having a house party it got out of control and it it turned into a situation where people were abusing me stealing my shit the nightmare here is that you had a roommate and <laughs> the rest of this stuff you deserve for having no a it, it was basically like i was i was taken captive by like a hundred terrible people inside my own home and they like ripped my clothes off of me you know drugged me stole all my belongings you know it was like really really bad and then it ended by me waking up naked like on the couch in my living room mm-hmm fully naked all my possessions are gone mm-hmm. and then there's like a hundred of these people and they're all asleep because the party was over it's like the next day and i go up and i pick up a ball ball peen hammer like a small hammer yeah. won't kill you but it'll hurt you and i went one by one to all the people at this party and i said 
leave now or hammer. And the first two people were like, all right, all right, sorry, bro, sorry, bro, we're going to go. And then the third person was like, I'm not going. And then I hit him on the head with a hammer. And then he kind of doubled over and blood started coming out. And then I did that for every other person in the party. How long gone? Uh <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, my co-host Jason is a, um, a murderer. But this his... this is a, the lesson to be learned in when you are. I would having, love. I would love to hear what the lesson from this. When is. you are having a nightmare or a dream, one way well, you know when people are like they have a little trick to to realize if they're dreaming or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine always is like if it is a dream, I can I can produce a weapon and kill the person. If if something bad is happening to me, and like you know, like I would have a dream as a kid that like Kareem Abdul Jabbar is chasing me, and my always, legs don't work. But you always have a weapon on you. And then you're like, oh, if I'm if I am dreaming, um, put a gun in my hand and I'll shoot him in the head. And if it happens, then I'm like, oh, thank God, this is just a dream. How long gone? Uh, Follow me on Instagram <laughs> at them jeans. <laughs> oh wow, that's one of the worst things you've ever told me. Uh, uh, but, this is why daddy need grass. Yeah, okay. I Now I understand why weed is more of a prescription. Excuse me, cannabis is more of a prescription mm -hmm. um, for some people and a hobby for others. Mm -hmm. It's more than a crutch. It's a wheelchair. Um, yeah, so thank you guys. All, all of the London friends that we've made, um, thank you so much for the hospitality. We love yeah. all you guys here, you know, from the from the young chaps. We had a little Ethan... We had an to the oldies. We had an absolute blast. Yeah, it was really fun. And we have a show tonight at Moth Club uh, with Izzy Wood that is um, sold out and in, in the suburbs. So I can't wait to take a forty-five minute Uber uh, <laughs> because I don't want. I, I like to take the two, but I don't like to transfer a lot. That makes it a little. I can't annoying. be bothered. I can't be bothered. One and done. So we'll see you there tonight, and then next week we're we're back on our more regularly podcasting schedule. I'll be coming to you live from Stockholm at eight p.m., which is not great, but this mm. is this is what we do. So. Um, you know, uh, if, if you, if you have any recommendations for Stockholm, please don't send them to me. I already know kind of what to do, mm -hmm. um, based on actual friends I have in real life. Yeah. You're going to have some thin, dark toast. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in Stockholm because I don't eat cold fish. <laughs> you know? Okay. Thank you for listening guys. Have a blessed week. Later. Can you leave me halfway?